voices. Two and a half years ago, I took a new job, leaving behind my factory job of eight and a half years. I felt it was time for a change. I felt good about my decision, and I felt it was a way forward to more financial freedom. And with all the travel involved, a chance to see different parts of the state, it felt like an adventure. Two months later, I was having a panic attack at the thought of going to work the next day. And that began over two years of a roller coaster of anxiety, depression, good days, bad days, and worse days. Tears, frustration, regret, attempts to return to my old job, and the crippling sense that I'd condemn myself to a life of misery. People throw around the term rock bottom quite often. Twelve months ago, I was convinced I'd hit it. I was desperate for a way out of my job. I applied for my old job because it had become available again. I was looking for the familiar, the comfortable, the predictable. The job was offered to me, and I turned it down. I took a different route. I sought help from my doctor, finally getting on antidepressant medication in an effort to cling to some measure of happiness and hope within my current job. I thought a corner had been turned. Then a few days after Halloween, the world crashed down around my family. My wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. For the next 18 weeks, I watched her endure the hellish nightmare of chemo, hoping beyond hope for a positive outcome. At the same time, our normally busy workload around the holidays tripled. In the midst of trying to endure my wife's struggle with cancer, I was getting crushed at work. I thought I'd hit rock bottom. I sought out my doctor again and doubled my dosage of medication in an effort to maintain a sense of normalcy and level emotions. The onslaught at work continued unabated. My wife's treatments continued. My attempt to raise two boys, one with autism and ADHD, was ongoing. And there came a night that I truly hit rock bottom. After a particularly awful stretch of work, I found myself on my couch in a nearly catatonic state. I sat, and I sat, and I sat, and I stared, unmoving, ahead of me, while my mind whirled and raced unchecked, as if someone had thrown a thousand bouncy balls inside my head. I shut down. I couldn't face another day. I called into work, and I sent a letter to my boss explaining everything. And finally, in desperation, I called a therapist. I've been in therapy for a number of months now. I've done difficult, emotional work dredging up past, long-hidden trauma in my life. There have been victories and setbacks aplenty. 
What I've realized recently is I'm entering the second half of my life is that with therapy, I'm relearning how to be human. When you are one way for so long, you can't conceive of any other way of existing on this spinning ball of rock and water. The ongoing refrain in my mind was, it's never going to be any different. But the deep you answers loudly and confidently, bullshit. You can be different. You can be other than you are. You can relearn the art of being a holistic, free, ever-involving, enlightened human. The work is hard. The work is long. And I'm discovering the work is never-ending. And I know that sounds discouraging and exhausting and perhaps overwhelming. But part of relearning how to be human is learning to exist in the present moment, free from fear of the future and regret of the past. Relearning how to be human means that when I walk through what the Bible calls the valley of the shadow of death, those moments of absolute desolation, the rock bottom that seems to have no end. I have tools to move through it to open fields beyond. For me, that work involves medication. For me, that work involves therapy. For me, that work involves learning to meditate so that staying in the present moment becomes second nature to my new self. What does that work look like to you?